Whether you're in the early stages of investing, getting ready to retire, or planning your estate, you need a financial planner who will guide you on a clear path with honesty and transparency. Shoreline Wealth Management understands that you're more than your money, and they strive to help you realize your best life as they align your finances with your goals. Best of all, Shoreline's straightforward approach will include you in the process. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor committed to helping you weather life storms. Visit ShorelineWealth.com for more information today. ShorelineWealth.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Welcome to the Financial Wake Up Call podcast. I am the appetizer round, if you will, Vin Avenue. Dave Crossin is the chef behind the grill of this uh, <laughs> Love it. financial meal. That okay. steak, that burger, that hot dog that you love so much. You know, enjoying one of those, it's like enjoying the Financial Wake Up Call podcast. It's good for you. It's full of great vitamins and protein and, you know, it All the things makes that you, you feel good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, well, Chef thank, Dave. thank you. Okay. What are you uh, cooking up on the grill this week on well, the podcast? Okay. Well, this is an important topic. Again, I like to think all of the podcasts there are we go. important. But this one I wanted to put out there for students that have newly graduated, college students that are yeah, now on their that way. Time of year. The challenge, Vin, uh, for you know graduates coming out now, a lot of debt. A lot of uh, student loans, maybe credit card debt. They're looking to possibly buy a home. Homes are very expensive. Interest rates have gone up. There's a lot of things to consider Mm. for their next step. So what I felt I would do today is take a deep breath and say, you know what? Here are some things to consider starting off and attack it that way. I'm not putting it in any particular order. I think they're all important, but things to do, getting set up, Let's say here we have a graduate, they're starting their first job and they're on their way. They're starting to make money. Number one, this isn't fun, Vin, Mm. but it is so important. Get a budget. What we want to take a look at is exactly what you're making. Number one, your income. This, let's say this is your first job and now you have responsibilities. So number one, what are you making? In that budget, that's what's coming in the door, if you will. Now, what's going out the door? Let's look at the essential items, the items that you have to pay no matter what. This is on the list of the must payments, if you will, or the the things that you must pay, I should say. Number one, your rent, your car payment, obviously food, different things, your electric, different things, those items you put down as the must-haves or the must-payments, if you will, each month. And what's nice, you could go online. There are different apps that will help you set up a nice budget. And then you need to take a good look at what are the items that, well, you don't need. What I like about doing a budget, it really exposes the areas that you're like, well, do I need to go out to eat four times a week? Do Mm. I need to, you know, have these certain cable channels or different items that I could do without, you know, different things that I like them, but do I need them? Do you have three gym memberships and you only need the one? You know, <laughs> different get those workouts No, in. I know, but you know, we have a tendency to, you know, maybe a small item, but they all add up. And when you put it in front of you, or you use one of the apps or you go online, you actually put that information in there. Right. You'd be amazed 
the different areas. Well, I could save $20 here, $50 there. You know, my car insurance, well, maybe I could have a higher deductible so that now I have a lower payment on my insurance. There's many different things that you can do. But the problem is, Vin, if you don't put it in front of you, you don't write it all down or use an app to itemize them all out, you're not going to realize it. So number one, get with a budget, understand what you're making and prepare the budget accordingly and get rid of the items that you do not need. Again, do you need to go out to dinner four times a week when you could cook at home, Mm. save some money that way, make sure that gets done. The other item too here, Vin, is an emergency fund. It's not fun, but it's an item or an account, I should say, that you put in roughly three to six months worth of expenses. And what is it for? Well, it's you know a car repair that you weren't expecting or some medical emergency you had to cover or some repair that you didn't expect for your home. Whatever it is, you want to make sure that you have at least three to six months worth of expenses there. And the nice thing now, Vin, with interest rates going higher, there are nice savings accounts and money markets that are paying really good rates in that 3 to 4% range. So even though you've put money aside for that emergency that may happen, you lose your job, you need money to, to pay those bills, at least you're getting some interest on that money. And I think that's so important. Three to six months should do it. Have it in there. And again, look at the different online banks and different offerings out there. Go online and check that out. You're getting some really good options out there with banks, savings accounts. Typically in an emergency fund, I don't go towards, say, a CD or something where there's a time frame because let's say I went ahead and I needed that money, but let's say it's a two-year CD and I need that money. Well, there's going to be a penalty. So typically for an emergency fund, you want it something liquid like a savings account, like a money market. So you can get that money, move it over to your checking, pay that bill. Now, what I mentioned before with the student loan debt, then the amount of student loan debt out there and the interest rates that people are having to pay, it's it's horrible. It's really bad and it's hard to start into your life as you know, getting your job and, and going forward and having all this debt. So what I always suggest to people is take a good look at your debt. There are a bunch of free consultation uh, opportunities with these national lenders out there, student loan consolidation providers really look at that. Look at what you're paying. And if you're not going back to school, you have to create a strategy on how you're going to pay this money back. With student loan debt, this is not something where, let's say you lose your job, something happens and you have to file for bankruptcy. Well, then you're stuck with this debt. It's not like a credit card where if you go through a hardship or you have a situation where unfortunately you have to file for bankruptcy, that debt goes away. No, you're stuck with it. Mm. So you really have to create a plan to do so. And again, if you have different loans out there, different student debt, there are so many different uh, student loan consultation providers, free services, at least to have the conversation for the possibility of of, um, putting these loans together um, to give you an opportunity to save some interest as well as get yourself on a plan to um, pay that debt down. Now, the next step I'm going to get into is with money, extra money that you have. Now that you've done the emergency fund, you've got three to six months uh, of 
savings available to you is an investment strategy. Now, if you have a 401k mm-hmm. and they match, and I've said this many, many times, pounding the desk, that- <laughs> at least invest, uh, if, again, assuming you can, assuming that this doesn't put you in debt by doing so, Okay, up to the match of whatever the company's providing. It's like a pay raise. So look mm. at that as an opportunity to have uh, your um, the amount that you put into the 401k up to at least the match. Now, with other monies you have, and I always like to look at it this way, I like the 50, 30, 20% rule. What is that? If you look at your income, your after-tax income, 50% goes to your needs, like we talked about your rent, your utility bills, whatever the situation is. Right. 30% goes to your wants, that's going out to dinner and different things for yourself. Mm. And then 20% towards savings. Once you have put enough in that three to six months into the emergency fund, then you can look at opportunities to invest. And again, Vin, it could be 50 bucks a month, 20 bucks, however you want to do it. Do something. Sure. Put it away. There are Roth IRAs out there that give people an opportunity if you qualify to put up to $6,500 a year, and that money will grow tax-free. So in retirement, we spoke about this last time, Vin, you put a hundred bucks away every week if you can, if you can't, 20 bucks a week. It's just some contribution that it fits in within that 20% of your savings uh, that you can actually put that money away, or I should say 20% of your income in that direction. It's amazing the effect that you'll have with really compounding the growth over time. And with a Roth IRA, you don't have the tax consequences. As long as that money's there for at least five years and you're up to that age of 59 and a half and you take distributions or withdrawals, you can have a million dollars. It's unbelievable, but gradually doing it because you're not having the impact of tax on that money. A little bit of something, Vin, beats a whole lot of nothing. There I like it is. that. There it there is. There it is. So anyway, again, even if it's 10 bucks a month, I'm just putting it out there. A nice S&P 500 fund where you invest that money, let it do its thing. And I like to say, set it and forget it. Market goes down, you're buying more. Market goes up, you buy a little bit less. But that same dollar amount each month, guess what, Vin? You're not going to miss it. Let it do what it needs to do. And the other thing too, Vin, is looking at... You know, your other benefits, your company may offer a health savings account to make contributions or a flexible savings account designed to help pay for health care expenses. Look to see if those options are available for you. And the last one I want to bring up for students that are now, they've graduated, they're on their way, they may have their first job. There's a possibility that maybe you didn't have a credit card. Maybe your parents co-signed a credit card, whatever the situation is. Getting your first job is a good opportunity, if you haven't done this already, to establish a credit card. And this is a situation where you charge your different expenses, pay it off at the end of the month. When that bill comes, Hmm. make sure you pay it. I'm not saying charge a bunch of stuff and then only pay the minimum payment. (laughs) No, I'm not saying that. But at least by going ahead and making those charges and paying off the complete balance, Within a year's time, your credit score is really going to be impressive. And the other thing too, Vin, if you don't do something like this to establish credit, you're not going to be in a position when you're ready to buy your first home to be able to do so. And by having this set up, you have a credit card, you're paying off the balance every month, 
Your, your credit score is now going up to a point where you want to be able to qualify when you're in the position to buy a home and to get a mortgage. The better the credit score, the better the terms you're going to have. You okay. know what I mean? So you want to make sure that yeah. better terms for the mortgage, better interest rate. How do you do it? If you haven't had a credit card through college and now you're on to your first job, go ahead and get that credit card, pay off that balance and watch your credit score. Do the right thing and go up and have a nice situation where let's say you need to buy a car, you want to get the best terms when you borrow money or a home like I mentioned before. And then this is, I just wanted to put this out uh, to listeners that are, let's say now into the workforce and they've graduated or for parents, you know, for parents that have children that have graduated, doing the little things, setting up a budget, really taking a look at what's coming in the door with the income from the job, looking at different ways to cut down on some unnecessary expenses, putting money aside for emergencies at three to six months, and really get control of the uh, student loan debt and create a plan to get that paid off because unfortunately, it's going to stay with you. Remember too, and I wanted to just mention this point where I'm talking about with your savings after you have your uh, emergency funds set up, Mm. If you do have credit card debt, before you start investing money, please, 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 please. One more please, please. There you go. Let's get rid of that credit card debt. If you're being charged 20, 25%, whatever the number is, uh-huh. I'm not saying, well, you know, just pay that and also invest. No, you need to get rid of that amount of credit card debt that you're getting charged those high interest rates on. Then once that's under control, that's where you're looking to take 20% of your income to look into investments. And keeping it simple, like we talked about, maybe a Roth IRA, something where every month you're putting money to work and it doesn't have to be a, a big amount. You know, Vin, you can do something where it's, I keep saying 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks, a hundred, whatever you can afford, set it and forget it. Market comes down, it only benefits you. Yeah. I think what people do, I mean, I've seen it too many times where the market comes down, good quality companies, everybody's looking to sell. And then when they go back up, what do they do? People want to buy. No, you stay in the game. It's time in the market, not time in the market. That was a great point uh, here. And you brought that up on the previous podcast as well. Just, I did. I think it's important to keep reminding people. You have it, to. Sometimes people panic. Especially with the S&P 500, that index. These are good quality mm. companies. And again, the markets go up, they go down, they go sideways. The idea is being in the game, being able to contribute to take advantage of those dips. There you go. Knowing what to do and when to do it. There it is. Dave, uh, obviously uh, something very, uh, like a a deep topic here and something for people to uh, learn more about, that they should learn more about, to know what to do and when and so much more. Uh, How can they set up having a conversation with you at Shoreline Wealth Management to try and figure out what to do, when to do it, next steps, try to figure out how to get out of a situation they're in now or how to improve um, their overall, I guess, wealth and well-being. There it is. Well, Vin, you can reach us at 732-902-7880. Of course, visit us at shorelinewealth.com. We have offices in Manchester and Manahawkin. There it is. Take a nice ride. Yeah, we got nice weather yeah, here at the Jersey we can, Shore. We can set up a video conference. That's a big thing now for a lot of people. They're busy. They would rather have that type yeah. of conversation. Sometimes it's hard We're to happy get away. To do it. 
We're happy to do it. There you go. All accommodating there at Shoreline Wealth Management. Yeah, we get busy. I understand yeah. for people that um, may be listening that live uh, a distance from the offices. Not oh, a sure. Not yeah, a I mean, the, the, this way gives more people an opportunity to have those conversations, right. especially, you know, with everything going on right now with the state of the economy and inflation and everything going on in New Jersey. It's important to have these conversations. Dave, this was another good podcast. Yes, thank you so much. I could, you, you hear that? It's the sizzling from your gr- financial grill. There it is. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Go have a conversation with Dave Cross and at Shoreline Wealth Management for the financial advice you need this summer, this year, and moving forward. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. This information is not intended to be a substitute for individualized legal advice. Please consult your legal advisor regarding your specific situation. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Whether you're in the early stages of investing, getting ready to retire, or planning your estate, you need a financial planner who will guide you on a clear path with honesty and transparency. Shoreline Wealth Management provides clarity through the complexity with offices in Manchester and Manahawkin. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor. Visit shorelinewealth.com for more information and start your financial journey with comfort and security today. Shorelinewealth.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.